Welcome to another edition of Happy Hollow Flies hosted podcast show. Week number two here. This is the second time we've done this and we're looking forward to many, many more. Tonight we've got Mr. Robert from Sitting Hawk Chairs. Uh, He's built, designed this super duper, fully adjustable, very awesome little hunting chair. And we're going to bring him in now. Robert, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Fabulous. Welcome to the show, sir. Well, thank you. So, what propelled this concept to put yourself on the ground? You know, you know as well as I do, the popular thing to do is to fry, find a tree and shimmy up it. Big metal ladder stands, this type stuff. What propelled you to move to the ground? Well, uh, when my son was young, I used to take him hunting a lot, and uh, we'd hunt out of blinds and things like that, and uh, we just got tired of sitting on buckets and other kind of rinky-dink chairs, you know, and uh, decided to try to design something that was a lot more comfortable, so we come up with this design here. How many how many evolutions did it take to get this where you wanted it to be? Oh, about three, three, three to four. That's that's pretty good, given the nature of the beast. You know, I've seen yep. I've seen hunting chairs, and they're scattered all across this world. You know, everybody and their dog makes a very versatile yet mostly uncomfortable chair. Is that where you differentiate yourself or your chair from the rest of the market out there? Is the fact that you've got the adjustability and the comfort? Uh, yes, the uh, yeah, like I say, all the the four legs on it are fully adjustable. You can adjust them to any kind of terrain. You can sit on hillsides. You can uh, adjust your seat height or being in blind with different window heights and stuff like that and it's just so versatile that, and uh, well built that it's just and comfortable it, it is extremely comfortable you can you can sit in it for hours and if you can sit there comfortable you can hunt longer stay uh, stiller too you know on the ground yeah now many of our people out here are still stuck in the tree myself personally i don't like tree stand hunting i i i I drank the kool-aid myself and i hunted from a tree stand for several years since Mm -hmm. i have moved to the ground the beginning of this year i i feel i've seen more deer do you see or hear anything about this anywhere else about people moving from the stand to the ground and actually seeing more critters uh yes, from uh from a lot of the guys that uh, have bought my chair and used it, and uh, they're always telling me that uh, man, you know, we're seeing a lot of game from the ground, and it seems like they're un- undetected uh, because of, I guess they, the way they thought maybe it's because of being on the ground and being you know down low, and uh, you know your your silhouette is is broken up that way, and they said they noticed you know seeing more games from the ground and stuff like that that's one thing i noticed and i've got a a cheap pos little tripod thing that's uncomfortable no mm-hmm. backrest so i've got to lean against the tree and leaning against the tree makes it really really difficult to draw a bow mm-hmm. I, yeah. I've, I've seen your chair it's got a backrest and all that stuff does that is it wide enough to hinder a bow draw for a, like a straight in front of your shot or is it narrow enough that you can actually get your arms to go around it no it, it's uh, narrow enough that you can get your arms around it and actually you can actually lean up against the back of that thing and make a steadier shot like that it steadies your shot uh to, you know to make a good steady shot so 
Yeah. It, it'll help you. The, the tall back on it will help you. Or, you know, when you lean back against that thing, it'll help steady you. I, I could see that. So your your core isn't having to do as much work to hold your to yeah. hold your form. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. That's that's an aspect of that I had never thought about. Yeah, and you can turn from side to side too. Yeah, you don't have to sit straight on or anything like that. You can sit on that chair sideways if you want, and it's really comfortable. And you can get some good shooting from the side, you know, and all that. Yeah. So. And and with the adjustable seat height, yeah. like I, I know a lot of people that shoot a a forty inch plus compound bow, you know fifty four inch recurve bows, they can shoot this bow out of this chair because they can get them high enough off the ground that they can actually uh, be comfortable. But their bow limbs will clear the dirt. Am I correct in that? That's correct. Yes. Wow. I even have uh, I have uh, guys that shoot long bows out of it too. Wow, like a 68-incher? Uh, I'm not sure what size, but I know that you know, long those. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> that's very, very impressive. <clears throat> so the whole concept came from a blind with your kids sitting on a bucket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's about it. We said there's got to be something a lot more comfortable than these things. So that's when we went to work and started the design and stuff, trying to get, you know, the right design. Very nice. I like it. What else? Thank you. You know, there's there's guys that we run with. Uh, Mike Yates is one of them. He swears up and down yeah. if if it can't do two or three things, he won't carry it. For <laughs> yeah. for for someone yeah. like that, what else could we tell them about this chair that would make it desirable to that person? Does okay. it have another feature? Does it have another function, or is it just a seat? No, it uh, actually doubles as a backpack. You can um, take the uh, pad off the front of it, it's removable, and put it around the back, and you have a backpack frame, basically, you know, the backpack frame there, yeah. where the seat was, and you can uh, put your pack on there, you can carry things, you can pack a blind, you can, anything that you can carry, you can put on there, so, and backpack it in comfort. So using the seat portion as a shelf? Yes. Mm-hmm. Huh. And and the the pad that was on the front goes around to the back, and you can use that to pad your back against the frame as you're carrying things. So it's comfortable. So it, yes. Mm-hmm. Have you mm-hmm. have you packed out a, a a critter on that thing yet, like an elk quarter or something of that nature? No. The biggest thing so far is a turkey. Biggest thing is a, that's a pretty good sized thing, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and a blind. I mean, that's uh, that's up there sometimes around mm, twenty some pounds. You know. Yeah, that's but, that's about what my know. blind weighs is twenty some pounds. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So so you can throw your blind, yeah. your chair, everything on your back, head to the turkey woods, mm-hmm. and and correct me if I'm wrong, but you can literally use this chair for anything you do on the outdoors. You're going to watch a football game. You can take this chair with mm-hmm. you at the local high school and pitch it out, can't you? That's right. Yep, you're right. Yeah, cause, uh, a lot of a lot of games that I used to go to were on. You know, you had hill sides to sit on to watch the games, and you know, soccer games, stuff like that. And uh, this thing can be adjusted for any of that, and it's so comfortable that you can, you know, you can sit there a long time. And... Sweet, I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. I love it. So what 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 color camos do you have it in? Okay, it comes in Mossy Oak Breakup or a Lost Camo by Matthews. Lost Camo. Oh, that's that uh, Matthews pattern, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So we got your chair. 
we're using it it's fully adjustable as in what do we call fully adjustable how much adjustment is really there you know four or five inches okay you can uh, adjust the seat height from uh, 10 inches to about 20 inches high wow so you've got pretty, a pretty good adjustment there and 20 inches high is higher higher than any chair that you sit in usually that's for darn sure i know my kitchen chairs ain't that tall yeah <laughs> Now, uh, are all full, four legs adjustable independently, or do they adjust together, like the front versus the back? Or mm-hmm. all of them uh, adjust independently. Sweet. And there's uh, like for bushings, there's bushings in between every pivoting point to keep it quiet, and all welds, no rivets. Nice. And so it, it's a well-built chair. We've got good yeah. heavy-duty construction. We've got yep. welded, not riveted, bushinged yep. for silence, four-leg yep. independent adjustability. Mm-hmm. Nice. Now, uh, tell them where they can get this chair at other than happyhollowflies.com. Where else is there? Well, you can go to my website, too, at um, cityhawk.com. That's about, you know, for right now, that's about all the places I can think of. Okay. So, cityhawk.com. Or happyhollowflies.com. Yes, sir. <clears throat> What's your price tag on that uh, that fine piece of equipment? $110. $110. You, you're practically giving it away, man. Yeah, plus shipping. Plus shipping. And that's anywhere in the country, correct? Yep, anywhere but Canada. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a different country. Yep. All right. <laughs> well, on that note, we're going to yeah. pause for a break here. We'll be right back with... Mr. Robert from Sitting Hawk Chairs in just a moment. All right, folks, it's that time again. Time for your weekly archery tech tip. Tech tip provided to you this week by Michael Yates. Mr. Mike, are you there, sir? Yes. How are you, Jeremy? I am fabulous, sir. How are you? I'm uh, hanging in there like a hair in a biscuit. Ooh, hairy biscuits we don't like. Well, that's hanging in there. Have you got uh, a tech tip for us this week, sir? Yes, due to the recent ATA show down in my neck of the woods. Glad that all the folks could make it out to that. A few little tidbits as they push the new lines of bows out, and as well as your older bows, something that you can always do to ensure that they're up to snuff is take your hand, make it into a fist, sort of a mallet, tap all over the bow with it. You'll notice if there's any vibrations or any loose parts like C-clips on the axles. Then as you add your accessories, put moleskin or felt between it and the riser for sound deadening. That way you don't have as many parts sticking out as tuning forks. It's not metal-to-metal contact. Very good. So take your fist and hammer on your bow and then... uh try and tighten and or moleskin the vibrating points of rattle that you hear yes very nice that also as i said before will let you know if your c-clips are wearing loose on your axle pins i have seen that happen with brand new manufactured bows and you'll keep on shooting thinking you got a vibration and that axle will back out of that cam and then you are going to have a mess that sounds like as it well could be real really painful. Dangerous. Yes. All right, Mike. I appreciate the uh, tip. Handy safety tip for everybody. Handy safety tip. We love it. 
And with that note, sir, we do appreciate your time once again. Well, thank you once again, Jeremy, and Happy Hollow reminds you, you know, think when you shoot, and shoot smart. Or thank you for your time, sir. As always, this Archery Tech Tip is brought to you by HappyHollowFlies.com. Hey, Jeremy McFarlane, Happy Hollow Flies here. Get your gear on for spring. Come visit us at HappyHollowFlies.com. We've got the Gobbler Guillotine on sale for $35 a three-pack. We've got the S&S Custom Archery Sniper Bow starting at just $475. Are you into bass fishing? Come see us for the Secret Weapon Lure Buzzer Baits starting at just $7.99 a piece. And we've got our Lucky Strike RC Stick the best stick bait on the market starting at just $7.50 a piece plus shipping and handling. That's happyhollowflies.com, happyhollowflies.com. And we're back. Sorry about the little break, folks. You know how the commercials are. All right. We're still with Robert from Sitting Hawk, world maker of the most comfortable chair on the planet. How was your season, sir? Did you do any good in the deer woods? Oh, yes, I did. Uh, I had a real great year this year. I killed a um, 134-inch buck with my uh, bow, crossbow, actually. And uh, I had a, uh, during rifle season, I killed a 164-inch white bill wow. with my rifle. That's a good yeah. deer. And both of those uh, deer were all killed from the ground, sitting in my chair, from my chair. It almost, makes, one at, it almost makes it too easy, don't it? Yep, awesome. <laughs> I killed one at 25 yards and one at 50 yards sitting in that chair. Was the bow shot the 50 or the 25? Uh, the bow shot was the 25. Very cool. Very, very cool. I love it, man. I was sitting out here on the cold, hard ground freezing my tail off trying to get something. This little patch of timber that I'm hunting is uh, about as big as half a football field, and there ain't a tree big enough to lean against in this place. I mean, it's dinky little scrub brush, but I seen the biggest deer of my life off in there, and he's still in there. I haven't caught him yet. Oh, yeah. So was it just you hunting, or was it, uh, did you take family with you? Well, me and my wife went a couple times, and uh, it's basically me um, deer hunting. I mean, I didn't get to go a whole bunch, but when I did, it actually paid off pretty good. Now, do you and hunt? I waited for the right wind and everything, and just got in there and set up and did real good. Now, what, where, where are you hunting at? I'm in Missouri. You're in Missouri. Uh, about, mm-hmm, about 60 miles south of St. Louis. Oh, so you're on the east side of Missouri. Southeast mm-hmm. side, actually. I'm, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm in the northwest corner up by uh, Kansas City, north of Kansas City. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Up where the big deer roam. Big deer up there. Huh? Yeah, I yeah. Unfortunately, all I've got to hunt is public land, but this year, public land uh-huh. hunting has done a lot of people right this year. Missouri uh-huh. has such an impressive deer herd. They really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, notice any of the numbers being down any at all? Or I have deer? not heard of the numbers dropping any. I know the county I live in, the numbers are actually up a little bit uh, as far mm-hmm. as the doe harvest is concerned. Um, I mm-hmm. haven't heard of a lot of really big bucks being taken, but I have mm-hmm. heard of, of a lot of bucks being taken. And we didn't, uh, well, I, my father-in-law and them hunting around here too, but I didn't really seem to 
see that many other deer, you know, this year. It seemed like the numbers might have been down here a little bit. But uh, we had a lot of good bucks on our trail cameras and stuff. Yeah, that drought last year hurt a lot of people's deer herds. I have a very good friend that that owns a uh, hunting resort out in Oklahoma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he actually canceled 10 hunters this year because his deer numbers weren't there. They just were not there. Nobody was seeing anything to speak of during his, uh, you know, his pre-rifle season bow hunters. One or yeah. two of them scored a buck, but a lot of them didn't kill at all, and that that's hard on on outfitter services. So mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm impressed that it didn't hit Missouri harder than it did. Yeah, I know. Yeah, me too. All right, sir. Well. I appreciate you talking with us. Are you uh, are you getting geared up for turkey season, or are you just kind of holding back a little bit? No, I'm getting ready. I've been thinking about it since last season. <laughs> I'm ready. Have you? Are you planning? Huh? Are you planning on doing any predator before or in between times? Yeah, we usually go out and do a little predator hunt and stuff like that. But we've got a lot of a lot of coyotes around here. They are really big, and boy, they're hard to they're hard to take. They are hard to hunt, aren't they? They're smart. It's like a turkey that can smell. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way I know to describe a coyote is a turkey that can smell. They've got eyes that are so sharp. Yeah, that's for sure. And a hell of a sniffer. Oh, yeah. We'll probably do a little bit of that, and we'll probably get into turkey hunting. And I usually go to Kentucky, do a little turkey hunting there with my buddies down there, and Got a couple guys, pro staffers there, that we always meet up and do a little filming and turkey hunting, and that's kind of a good old time. Yeah. And, All right. And they're getting my head back here and start looking for some turkeys here. Does there? We got quite a, does the Kentucky quite season a open? Does the Kentucky season open before Missouri? Uh, yeah, the weekend before. Oh. Like two days before, you know, and then I can then I can usually take a vacation then and and I can go hunting come back here in a couple of days and start hunting here right away take a vacation so as in you're still working a regular nine to five like the rest of us poor schmucks oh yeah <laughs> yeah i've been on the same job for well not the same job but the same company i've been working for for 37 years now wow too much time invested to let that go yeah yeah it's a long time oh it's been good been good to me there that's good. That's good. So you're taking a vacation time to hunt Missouri after hunting in Kentucky the weekend before. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we got quite a few birds around here, too. It's, it's really good hunting here. And uh, last, oh, I'd say three years, we've had a real good hatch. So they're really starting to come back again. That's awesome. Yeah. You know what the number one decimation of the turkey and quail population in Missouri is, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's either, is it counts or nope, or is it bobcat? Neither one. It's the domestic house cat. Is that right? Is the number wow. one enemy of turkey and quail. Wow. A lot of people I don't didn't... understand when they take these cats and dump them off in the woods. Yeah. You know that that's what's happening to them. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, start targeting feline, huh? <laughs> yeah, there's trains running around here. Uh, we don't really have too many cats around here. That's a good Our thing. Our dogs usually run them off. <laughs> that's a good thing because we got a bunch of them up here. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I was. I didn't realize that. 
I took myself out coyote hunting on New Year's Day, and it was so blasted cold, I just packed up and headed back to the house. I mean, it was cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right before yeah, this... Right before this snowstorm came in, so... Well, me and my wife have been, I don't know, kind of laid up for the last few days. We've been kind of sick, and we're coming out of it now, so I'm going to get back into doing some hunting here shortly. Well, I look forward to seeing the pictures. Yep. All right. What's your... I know you got a Facebook page. Everybody in the modern world has a Facebook page now. Give them your Facebook page. Okay, it's Sitting Hawk Chair. At Facebook.com. Yes, mm mm-hmm. Alrighty, look them up, folks. Look them up. I guarantee you will not be disappointed in the chair or the family slash company that stands behind this chair. It's aces, aces, aces. You're not going to find a better one. Robert, I appreciate you talking with us today. Alrighty, well, it was nice talking to you, too. And um, I thank you a lot for everything. And you have a good rest of the season here. And We'll, uh, we'll probably see you around somewhere, hopefully. I hope so. I hope we can get together and meet up since we're both Missourians. Yep. <laughs> All right, sir. All right. Yeah. We're out. All Y'all right. take care. All right. Goodbye. Bye-bye.